All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 10th of March. Once again, for the third time this week, I'm starting with news on the US economy. The latest data from there suggests that the tightness in the labor market is finally easing. The number of people claiming unemployment benefits for the first time rose to a 10-week high last week, according to the Labor Department. Initial jobless claims, as they're called, rose to 211,000, up from 190,000 the previous week. The expectation was for only a small uptick to 195,000. The less volatile four-week average, which is arguably a better indicator of the trend, also rose to a six-week high of 197,000. This data, of course, comes ahead of the jobs report that is released later today, and that will play a major role in the decision of the Federal Reserve on policy rates when it meets on the 21st and 22nd of March. Now, as a reaction to that, U.S. stocks initially rose and yields declined, but U.S. equity declined sharply overnight, led by sharp selling in banking names. There are concerns that pockets of trouble in the banking sector could signal broader issues for the U.S. in general. The Dow declined 1.7%, while the S&P 500 ended lower by 1.85%, and the Nasdaq dropped over 2%. And that selling pressure has moved into the Asia-Pacific region as well this morning, with all three early rises starting with sharp cuts of over 1%. Now, in other news, U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo is expected to sign a memorandum of understanding on semiconductors, particularly on information sharing for commercial opportunities here in India. Raimondo, who is on a four-day visit to India, met External Affairs Minister S. Jayashankar on Thursday and launched the India-U.S. Strategic Trade Dialogue, which is expected to focus on export control. Moving on to news from the mutual fund space, there's changes afoot at Axis Mutual Fund. The board has appointed B. Gopakumar as the next managing director and chief executive officer and Ashish Gupta as its chief investment officer. Gopakumar currently serves as MD and CEO of Axis Securities and will take over the new role on the 1st of May. Gupta, meanwhile, was the head of India Equity Research at the Credit Suisse Group and is known as one of the first to warn investors about the extent of bad loans with Indian banks back in 2012 with his report series that is titled House of Debt. The appointments come as Chandresh Nigam, the incumbent MD and Chief Executive Officer, requested not to be considered for reappointment for another term after his 10-year-long stint ends on the 30th of April. The Securities and Exchange Board of India, in other news, has issued operational guidance restricting the placement of bids, volume and price of shares acquired in buybacks through the stock exchange route. Experts say that the SEBI circular will make the stock exchange route for buybacks unattractive and is in line with the regulator's plan to systematically phase out this option. Now, India's pharmaceutical market bounced back to register its strongest ever double-digit growth in fiscal 2023 after the January lows. That's on a low base, though. 
Industry sales rose 20.3% year-on-year in February against a 0.2% year-on-year decline in Feb 2022 and a 2.3% growth in January this year. And that's according to data from the All Indian Origin Chemists and Distributors. In the banking space, Bank of Baroda has approved a divestment of 49% in its wholly owned credit card subsidiary BOB Financial Solutions. The public sector bank has also approved issuance of an advertisement inviting expressions of interest from suitable investors or strategic partners to acquire shareholding of BOB and BFSL. That's according to an exchange filing. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Sharp sell-off in the US overnight despite the surprise on the jobless claim. What's it looking like for us here in India at the start of trade? Thanks, Alex. Uh, well, the queues obviously are the strongest for our markets. Uh, uh, keeping in mind that we didn't have a great day yesterday either. Remember, the the downtick was pretty swift at some point of time. And uh, and it was not led necessarily by banks. By rate sensitives, yes, autos and real estate were the key culprits. But not banks. And in the US markets, we've seen banks go off quite sharply. So it could be, it would be a... It is rather a US-specific issue, but nevertheless, let's see if there is a sentiment impact there. The good part is that uh, oil is set for the weekly loss as the Fed tightening fears have pummeled those markets, and that at the margin should be considered positive uh, for for India. But I do think that the Nifty is an undecided territory and is susceptible to global weakness, and and let's wait and watch uh, how that impacts the near term. Um, from sectors to watch, of course, uh, banks still center stage simply because this whole conversation of uh, peak net interest margins for banks because rates will come off has now gone out of the window. And for the near term, you might, or at least until the RBI decides otherwise, you might see banks still continue to remain amongst the favorites in terms of large earnings delivering sectors. For the day-to-day, watch out for, not too many stocks to be honest, I'll watch out for Wipro has got some order or rather some contract with one of the largest airport services or plane services companies, aviation services companies, and that could be in focus. PNC Infratech, the company has been selected as the lowest bidder for two hybrid annuity highway projects. I think the cumulative bid cost was above 2,000 crores, and that's impressive for PNC as well. So maybe that stock reacts. HFCL has collaborated with Microsoft to roll out private 5G solutions for enterprises. So that could be in focus. Uh, we know the kind of buyers that came into the two companies, uh, both home first in, in trade yesterday uh, on account of the block deals as well as Gokaldas exports. So mutual funds have bought into and not surprising. Though I doubt that this evoke much response on the buy side for both of these stocks. Uh, so be careful about buying into them. Uh, a stock in focus could well be Hindustan Aeronautics. It made an all-time high yesterday and very strong open interest build-up. The price chain suggests some fairly strong long build-up as well. The only thing is the stock has gained 19-20% in the last one month. And maybe some people might believe that it's moved too fast and is in overbought levels. So be careful with that stock from a trading perspective, but things look solid out there. And... Uh, Lastly, one would watch out for some brokerage notes as they would have come out uh, in the session today. So Investec, for example, is uh, has come out with a note on EPC companies. They are fairly constructive 
for uh, KNR Construction and a couple of others. Essentially, EPC companies, this G, GR Infra, KNR Constructions, and HG Infra, they seem to be uh, comfortable with those names. So that's a set of stocks to watch out for. Uh, there's sequential moderation in production for stock companies in the steel space like JSW Steel. And the jury is split out there about whether to buy or sell them. So be, be careful with those names. And most brokerages have become constructive on Mahanagar Gas's volume growth numbers after the recent purchase. So do watch out for that stock as well. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great end of the week and an even better weekend.